0: Well, I don't want to forget that it's Veterans Day today, but it is also uh, an obligatory memorial of St. Josephat, so I, I really need to kind of focus on St. Josaphat, otherwise I would speak about uh, Veterans Day, and we can remember Veterans Day in our prayers. Um, I think maybe the, the uh, summation of what I want to say here this morning in connection with St. Josaphat is simply that unity something i do speak about i know i have spoken about quite a bit ecclesial unity unity in the church and really unity amongst in humanity in general comes about uh not through external technological means but it comes about through an internal change in our in our hearts in the internal condition of our of our hearts um, the technology that i'm thinking of in particular is the uh is the internet the internet has revolutionized things. Um, I mean, I, I think that probably history will look back and say, you know, this is a, it's an epoch changing um, technological uh, reality because there's a kind of a connectivity that can take place through the internet and through internet communication that is absolutely astounding and totally different than anything that's happened before. Uh, you literally can be Speaking to someone as if they're five feet away from you when they're really on the other side of the world and the transfer of information to everybody, not just to, you know, very powerful news outlets, but to everybody can take place instantaneously. And that is an amazingly different world that we're living in uh, than a world that doesn't have that kind of technological potentiality and there can be a kind of an illusion of of unity an illusion that's given to your average person that they know exactly what's going on you know that we're connected and we're informed and we just we're really on top of everything and we just it's an, it can often be an illusion because the confusion and the he said she said uh now is transferred you know i mean i can think of when i was growing up and going to catholic school you know, the rumor mill, he said, she said kind of rumor mill in a, in a Catholic school that had like 150 people in it. <laughs> you know, I think of how crazy that could become. Well, now we've just basically expanded the horizons of our he said, she said gossip circle to encompass the entire world now. Yeah, I mean, that can happen, that can happen. Um, so and I, I think about uh, St. Joseph, that he was a Ukrainian Orthodox Christian, uh, not in union with Rome in the late 1500s and early 1600s, and uh, the incredible story of his life, in, in my opinion, is that in the in the midst of this unbelievable, uh, you know, the, the, sometimes the Orthodox groups they can become. There was just another split, a huge split in the Orthodox Church just recently, humongous split between Moscow uh, and. And another C and it has a lot to do with politics so so secular politics in the world have the power to influence unfortunately the Orthodox Church in a manner that the Catholic Church is not as easily influenced okay um, so because of what Putin is doing and all the different stuff going on with Russia and, and Syria and whatnot eventually that led to a, that's a huge and, and the Ukraine and the Russians and the Ukrainians and all this kind of stuff. Big break in the Orthodox Church. In any event, it's just par for the course. Unfortunately for our for our separated brothers in the in the Orthodox uh, communion, um, and it was no different in, in John day. He grew up in this hyper parochial kind of reality where you know if we hear one Latin word coming from anybody's mouth, we're going to punch you in the face. I mean, that was that kind of a thing. They hated they hated. The Rome so much in in Roman Catholicism, the unbelievable zeal that they had, and they believed that it was um, a zeal that came from God. Okay, because we're being true to our particular tradition, which is really just a local tradition. It's not a universal tradition. So there's this confusion that takes place between the parochial and the universal, and which is which is what. And in the midst of all that confusion, it's virtually impossible to see your way through to to the to the clear Catholic universal truth and and joseph Josephat did. Um, there was a, a union There was a council that took place few years before he was ordained priest and it created a huge division in his local area but again by the grace of God with the help of this one particular man who was a very interesting person who was a, he actually was a Calvinist Okay, so he was a Calvinist but he's in the Ukraine and uh, little by little he starts to say you know I think actually Roman Catholicism is the answer to all our religious problems so I'm going to become a Roman Catholic and then this guy influenced um, Josaphat <clears throat> Josephat was, was ordained young. He was made a bishop young, and he was martyred young. He was I think he was only 38 years old, three years younger than I am. Um, but the amazing grace that Josaphat had, had to be able to uh, basically see through the static and the confusion and the he said, she said, and the parochialism and all of that kind of stuff to say, Rome is our only hope for unity. And it, it's it's so true that conviction to me, for me right now is all the more clear and, and str- stronger than it's ever been in my life, is that the respect for the papacy, um, even given all of the problems, you know, all of this stuff, the recent stuff I even spoke about in a homily, first time ever, I was very reluctant to do that to speak about how possibly Pope Francis himself is implicated in some of these scandals, oh my gosh, it's a mess. But even given all of that mess, without the papacy, without the office of the papacy, we are at each other's throats. And there is no hope for unity, period. So it's beautiful to see the example of guys like Josaphat who can see that rise above all the static in the crowd and in humility, because it takes a lot of humility, and say, I'm going to recognize uh, the Petrine office. I'm going to recognize Peter. And uh, in humility, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay down my pride. I'm going to lay down my local interests, all my problems and my axes to grind and all the different bitterness and the anger. You know, <clears throat> at that time, more than ever in the history of the church, they had reason, someone would have had reason to, to look at the Pope and say, you know, this guy's a, a bad dude. We shouldn't follow him. The Popes in the Renaissance were like Italian Renaissance princes, I mean, that's what they were like. They were political figures. They were not spiritual. You know, we see in today's passage from Timothy about how clergy, they need to have all of these moral qualifications. And the popes did not have those at that time. Uh, it was very common for them to have multiple mistresses and to have children out of wedlock, and it was totally public. Everybody knew about it. No one really cared. The Italians thought that was just par for the course. <laughs> That's how it had been for a long time. And so, you know, the the Protestant Reformation kind of shook up the church and brought the papacy at, at the moral level, you know, back to where it should be, which was a good thing. Um, but I mean, it would have been easy for the for the Orthodox, and I'm sure they would have they were doing it to, to point at the Pope and say this guy is an X, Y, and Z, and you know for, this has been going on for ages. Why should we follow him? So they had every reason at that kind of personal level to discount the papacy. But Josaphat could see past that. He could see the divine intention for the structure of the church. Yes, it's the church is full of sinners, but the but the church herself, the divine structure as intended by God. Um, centers and focuses on, on the successor of Peter. How important is that? The kind of wisdom, the kind of humility that that takes. And so just today, uh, I mean, that's our prayer. Let's pray for the Holy Father. Let's, let's pray for the health of the church. Let's pray for unity. Let's pray for unity amongst ourselves here at our local parish level. Um, how important uh, is that? Is that unity? And, and Josaphat is a great example of that. He died for it, by the way. I mean, that's why he's a martyr. The Orthodox in his area were so infuriated at him. Um, And there was basically a big street brawl that took place, and he was in the middle of it. He wasn't fighting himself, but (laughs) he was in the middle of it, and they killed him. So it was, um, you know, this is the passions and anger, strong emotions that blind people's reason. And their clear sight and all that kind of stuff, he's a victim of that, uh but he's also an example of someone with that clear vision, with that faith and with that humility. And it's only through through those virtues that unity is, is uh is attained and is maintained.